Hello and welcome to the Body Shepherd Podcast. This show gives the guidance you need for the fit life you want. Hosted by Dan Krask, certified personal trainer and owner of Body Shepherd. Hey there, welcome back. This is Dan. I'm your certified personal trainer and co-owner of Body Shepherd. Glad you're listening. Today's topic is going to be a very important one because it speaks to something that I think everyone wants to make better use of, and that is time. Uh, probably the number one thing that I hear when working with a, a client, new or existing, is I just don't have enough time. Time to do this, time to do that. Um, people who want a fit life often start with the with the uh, belief that they don't have time to work out or time to eat right or time to do this. So we need to just address this head on. And I like to talk about time as it relates to meal prep. So let's just break this down in a practical way, right? So we have a certain number of hours within a day, and we're not probably too thrilled about getting up earlier to do things, although that is certainly a viable option. So what do you do? Um, when it comes to meal prep, the idea, the big idea really, is just to make a lot of something you enjoy so that you can eat it multiple times for an upcoming period of time, whether that's a, a weekend meal prep or a weekday meal prep. Um, you know, maybe you want to make stuff in bulk and freeze it. Maybe you have a deep freeze. Something that can just prepare you to eat well. Because let's face it, I don't know if you've noticed this yourself, but I tend to notice that we tend to eat our worst when we're least prepared. So if we're prepared, then we rob ourselves or we, uh, that's a bad word, I guess. We, we eliminate the excuse, right? We If we have something healthy to eat, something that we actually enjoy, something that we know we enjoy, that's good for us, then we end up, you know, having a good solid reason to go to that food instead of the junk food. So how do we do this? Okay, so in the big picture, the picture of success that I want to paint for you is that you would ideally have a day, a weekend day perhaps, that you take an afternoon or a morning or something and you just make a lot of food. And you're going to portion that out in whatever way makes sense. You're going to freeze some of it so you can come back to it later. But the idea is you're making a bulk food so that you can be prepared. That's that's the idea of success, but we can't start there most of the time. For those of you who can, I applaud you. For the rest of us who have to have to do this in small steps, let's talk about that. So what you need to do is just start off by making more, okay? Just that's the idea. Make more. Whatever it is you're making that you enjoy, make more of it. Um, if you can, double your recipe for whether it's a you know, a, a protein or a casserole or salad. I guess salad wouldn't keep too well, but you get the idea. Some kind of uh, vegetable you're making or some kind of protein, whether it's, um, you know, burgers or chicken or fish, just make more of it. <clears throat> and then uh, you're intentionally having leftovers, essentially. And then you need to portion that out, weighing your food and making sure that you have it all ready to go. And there you go. That's your first step into meal prep. Now, in terms of portioning, you just need to know that places like Walmart or Amazon, they, they sell containers that um, will get you, you know, pretty, pretty nice portions of your food, something that's around four ounces or whatever for your proteins and um, a, a good portion for your, your carbs and fats. 
But uh, this is where a food scale really comes in handy. In a previous, a couple previous episodes of the podcast, I've mentioned that I use a Amazon or Walmart um, food scale. It cost me, I don't know, between 12 and 15 bucks, and I've been using it for years and years. I think I'm actually still using the same batteries that it came with. It's just, it, I use it for such quick bursts of time that this, this thing is just lasting me forever. So what you do is you just portion out what you know you're going to eat, refrigerate it, freeze it, whatever you need to do, so that it's ready to go when you're ready to go. And that's that's pretty much the the starting idea of how to get into meal prep. So now I'd like to talk for a minute about what I personally do, because I think sometimes that's helpful just to know what your trainer's doing so that you can learn from his or her advice and lifestyle. So what I do is I like uh, I like to make really good proteins. And I will mention that in the world of meal prep, and as you get into this, what you'll find is that proteins usually take the longest amount of time. And that's usually because uh, proteins take the longest amount of time to break down and uh, tenderize and become flavorful. Uh, unless you're super duper into raw or barely cooked beef, you know you can't really have a, a rare chicken. Um, I guess you can with fish to a degree, but most of us like our foods well done just uh, or thoroughly cooked just for the sake of its uh, its safety. So a few years ago, I invested in a um, an electric smoker. Okay, I, it's an electric smoker. It's a 30 inch model. It um, I'm not sure where where we bought it from, but um, I think it's a master built. I don't get any kickbacks from this, so I just I mentioned that in passing. It's a master built uh, electric smoker. And the reason for that is that my wife and I realized that uh, one food type that everyone in the house agrees on in terms of liking is smoked food. All of us seem to really enjoy smoked chicken, smoked pork, uh, certain types of beef. We like smoked food. And I had learned from a pit master um, on how to smoke food uh, in, a, in a very thorough and good and tasty way. And what I learned is essentially... With smoking food, you just need a heat source, wood, and somewhere for the the food to sit on a long period of time. So I know there are some purists out there that will cringe when I say that I use an electric smoker, but get over yourselves, okay? It's a heat source. It's still using wood chips. Uh, I don't soak my wood or anything like that. It's just heat, wood, and and meat, okay, or or some kind of food. So. I understand, but I just don't want to babysit a smoker all day. I don't want to have to keep feeding it wood and making sure it's at temperature. I just want to put it in there, forget it, come back in 10 hours or whatever, and, and have my, my food done. So every single weekend, what I do is I make sure I have one or two whole chickens. I do prefer the organic kind just because I don't like an, a lot of extra steroids in, in my food. So I'm a big, big fan of Trader Joe and, um, and their chickens. If I have to go to Kroger or an IGA or some other market, you know, I'll just look for some kind of uh, organic chicken. I then uh, I also enjoy a lean cut pork shoulder. Pork shoulder is also called a Boston butt, and you can find those as a picnic roast, which means that it's basically cut in half without the bone, or you can get the bone in a uh, Boston butt. I just look for a really lean cut because. Uh, I'll get to this in a minute, but it's in, it's in how you shred the pork when it's done. After that, I simply, on, an, on usually on a Sunday morning, I will get my smoker out, uh, get it heated up, 
uh, get them get the meat in there, uh, which I've usually prepped the night before and let it just soak in its marinade or brine. And then I just pop it in and the chicken takes about six to eight hours. The pork can take anywhere from 10 to 14 hours, depending on its cut. Um, and then I let it cool for a couple of hours and then I break it down and I portion it out so that I can eat on this stuff throughout the week. Now, a quick note on that as it relates to the pork and meal prep. Um, I specifically go for a lean cut of pork because I am not someone who takes a, a cooked pork shoulder and then just mushes it all together in the traditional shredded style. I take my pork chunk by chunk and I remove as much excess fat as I possibly can because when the pork is, is um, cooking and it's still warm, it's going to be retaining some fat. And fat is fine. You know, we, we've we discussed this in prior episodes. Um, it's carbohydrates we have to control as it relates to body fat because that's what the body is going to store as body fat when we don't use those, those energy sources. So fat is fine. Um, I just personally don't enjoy a lot of extra fat in my food. I don't like the mushiness of it. It's just, it's annoying to me. <laughs> so I like to remove the excess fat. So that's why I look for a lean cut. But what I like to do is to take that chicken and the pork specifically, and occasionally I'll use, uh, I'll get a brisket every every month or two. But um, the reason why I like chicken and pork is because chicken and pork are very versatile uh, foods. Even when they're smoked, they're very, very versatile. So you can make anything from just your standard chicken and rice, uh, where you flavor the rice up a little bit, um, and then you have the chicken off to the side. The chicken's fine because it's been smoked. It's very tender, very flavorful. Same thing with the pork. Um, so you can just eat them as is, and they're fine. But you can also add them to other meals. So I like to sometimes make like a, um, a burrito bowl without the tortilla, uh, something that I can you know dip some uh, veggies in or some low-carb chips in or something like that. Uh, sometimes I'll make a quesadilla, Sometimes I'll buy this uh, really flavorful Thai peanut sauce that I love uh, at a local market. And sometimes there's also a Korean barbecue sauce that I like to get. Um, both are totally manageable. If you're tracking your food, you can account for this kind of stuff to add flavor in. And um, it, it goes very well with the chicken and the pork. Now, throughout the week, if I've got my protein already taken care of, then it's just up to me to make... A side dish or an accompanying dish, uh, usually a carbohydrate, a starchy carb like a sweet potato or a white potato, some green beans or corn or, or something like that to go with it. And, you know, those types of dishes don't take nearly as long as usually a protein takes. Uh, to roast a chicken or something like that doesn't take nearly as long as, or, or it takes longer to deal with, um, you know, your, your, your side dishes and your, your carbohydrates. Also, if I find a really good deal on meat, I will buy the meat in bulk so that I don't have to go to the store every week to buy fresh amounts of, of meat to smoke. And um, that's something that I, I really uh, take advantage of too with the freezer, with um, portioning things out and then coming back to it. Just a quick little tip, something that I like to do is I have access to a Trader Joe so and I get mm, probably 90 to 95% of my groceries from Trader Joe. But uh, 
at pretty much any grocery store, you can find organic bone broth that's ready to go. And when you freeze your chicken, I suggest adding just a little bit of bone broth to that uh, to just keep the, the rich flavor in there from not getting dried out from when it's frozen. Just a quick little tip there on that. So that's how I do it. It's simple. It's effective. It gives me um, control over my meals so that I know that I'm eating um, very, very efficient meals that meet my daily calorie intake uh, goals. And um, I don't feel regret. I feel zero regret about eating this food because I've, I've planned for it and I've taken control over it by just, you know, deciding what's going to go in my body. It's interesting. A lot of people have uh, money budgets for their, their monthly and weekly expenditures. And then they eat like unsupervised toddlers when it comes to the food they put in their body. And I suggest to you that we get more of a mindset about budgeting for food just like we do with money because the results, well, they, they, they kind of speak for themselves. All right, so your homework this week. I want you to take one meal that you're making and just make more of it on purpose, double it, or make just a little extra, whatever you got to do just to get in that mindset. The goal here is not to immediately right out the gate prepare a, a, a week's worth of food. It's not it, and that's not what I want you to do. What I want you to do is make uh, an extra day's worth of food or an extra two days worth of food. Just a little more to get you in the mindset of, hey, I intentionally made leftovers so that I can eat these for a few days down the road and remove from myself the temptation that I have to eat out because I don't have anything ready to go. Um, when you get into this and you start you know, looking around for recipes, you'll find on places like YouTube and Instagram, hashtag food prep or food prep day, the, you're going to find a lot of tips, okay? That's today's episode. While you're on Instagram looking for food and meal prep tips, check out my friend Kiki and her partner in crime. They're two women who are doing fantastic work of just telling it how it is in their lives and from their experiences of uh, being two women on a fitness journey. They're called Adapt and Overcome Fitness. Kiki is the voice that does the, uh, the intro for every one of these episodes and her badass Scottish accent. She does uh, reside in Scotland. Um, and it just it, Her doing that for this podcast is just one of the, the highlights of, of my career, for real, because my, my roots, the, the Krask side of the family, has, uh, has Scott, Scottish origins. So to have that from her, I just uh, I, I, I want to give her a plug uh, on these episodes. While you're over on Instagram, please check out Body Shepherd and uh, follow along. And if you want to talk about becoming a Body Shepherd client, I invite you to head over to bodyshepherd.com at B-O-D-Y-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D. Shoot me a message. Let me know if, we, if I can help you with online coaching and training or in-person training. I would just love to send you onward. And that's the way that I conclude all my messages with all my clients is that's the only direction we're going is onward. Have a great day. Yeah.